the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch, into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch time. Rewatch, rewatch, rewind time. Watching this, your place or mine. He, him, Daniel, they, them are your rewatch counterparts. We wanna see a hot dad down on his luck. That's the kind of fellow we'd be happy to find. Ain't you ever been struck by the need to go into the rewatch? Rewind into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch, into the rewatch, into the rewatch, it's a rewatch time. Hello and welcome back to Into Riverdale, your favorite uh Legends of Tomorrow uh rewatch podcast, I guess. Uh, I am, as always, two-thirds of your host, Daniel, and joining me is that other third, Art. Hi, I would almost prefer to do a Legend of Tomorrow po- a free watch podcast for after the third season. Or no, after the second season. Yes. Yes, sec- after the second season. Uh, but, um, yeah, this was a twist on the same episode they've been doing, but it's still the same episode. It is. Uh, but this one was insane enough that i had other things to worry about this was a lot there's just uh just a lot (laughs) in general this was uh, also also okay here's the thing um Mm -hmm. stop making people who can't do american accents do american accents Mm. um uh, that because Percival, the person who plays Percival, had the most like yeah. hamburger accent like randomly in the middle of this episode you know and (laughs) it's weird right because like he so the actor himself must be british is my thinking right because otherwise why would you make percival british for like no reason and he had to explain he came back from london like uh if you're gonna do like this dumb bullshit with the flashbacks okay here's the thing that uh that annoys me a lot with uh with a lot of Mm -hmm. uh um media nowadays in in a somewhat globalized uh, world uh mm-hmm. all you need to do to explain why you don't have the accent of the place you're at is being like i moved here 10 years ago and that's it that's all you need to do yeah that's all uh i mean like, th- there was like no point in this Maybe one, one or two of the uh, flashbacks. Yeah, one where of them. it was them. like that would be weird if you're British, but most, and, and, but most of them, like I think, ninety percent of them, I would have been like, yeah, okay, some old timey British guy, I can buy that. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Yeah, also, uh, this this one, oh, man, I don't know. This this one is the same episode, but they added more superpowers, I guess. Yeah, also, uh, everyone gets a turn. I fucking guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the Wait, angels are bad. How, how, Turns out I was wrong. I think maybe Percival is just Lucifer, is just Satan. Uh, we learn in this episode. Yeah, the thing. I guess. I just. Uh, I forgot to say this is uh, season six, episode eleven, chapter one hundred and six, "Angels in America," a play I have seen. One of the few I have. Um, because the person I was dating in college, I think, did a production. I think I only saw part one, though. Uh, not, not part, <laughs> not part two, which is this episode. Yo, that'd be a crazy <laughs> twist on that play. I need to go out and see part two right now. <laughs> it turns out Act six through Act six through uh, nine is just an episode of Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I guess Alice has a talk show now. Uh, I mean, why not? 
this this kind of feels uh so she joined the city council and now she has a better job that that feels weird to me it feels like someone might be uh exploiting their um that's that's all i'm saying that feels weird to me although this could also be very much like one of those uh one of those deals where um your local local uh people who does uh news local news yeah local news people also have like this little talk show thing they also do because i already have the studio you know i yeah i guess i don't know um, but she has Percival on, and Percival's big new plan for uh, saving Riverdale is a privately owned railway. And uh, wouldn't you just know it? The ideal spot for this rail is uh, where Pops is located. Yeah, it's it's almost like he's. What, what other place are they going to eat? Well, okay, sorry, Babylonia. Babylon, Babylonia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where they're getting. Uh, Babylonia. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, also, uh, I I don't know that rail travel is uh, especially big in America. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just say highway, because um, that would have made a lot more sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, as as you've kind of said, Art, it it is once more. Uh, Percival is trying to fuck with Riverdale, and this person of the week, which is Tabitha, has to go and learn that he's a bad guy. Um, though admittedly, this does serve the double purpose of introducing Tabitha's superpowers uh, that which, I guess she which also is has. Chronomancy through pops. Uh, what what do they call it? They call it like chronokinetic. <laughs> Oh, kinetic like uh like you'd say pyrokinetic. I read that as kinetic like kinetic energy because she was like shot at the first time and I was like, so she took that like energy and turned it into time travel. That's a better concept, I'm gonna be honest. They can have that one, Riverdale writers. Oh sorry, we I uh, totally barreled over this scene. So naturally, Tabitha being in Riverdale, um is gonna go ask the main Riverdale characters for help with this problem with Percival. She first goes to Archie, who says, no, he can't, because Percival knows his weakness. Um, Archie has had invulnerability for, like, a month, and already it is, like, the one lens he can see the world through. You know what? I guarantee Uh, you that Percival has a weakness, and it's a fucking gun. Just get a goddamn gun and shoot him. Right. Like, come right. on. <laughs> like, First of all. Second of all, Tabitha wasn't asking him to go, f- like, physically fight Percival. He, she was asking for support. And, like, wasn't she asking, like, to have a petition signed or something? I don't remember the specifics. But she wasn't like, Archie, come fight Percival for me with your fists. In which case, you know, maybe Archie would be, you know, saying, you know, it's my weakness. I can't do it. Makes sense. But, like, it wasn't even that, you know? He's just like, I can't do it, because I'm not invulnerable, so I can't help you in any way. It's- I can't be invulnerable while shooting. That He might, he might like, try to right. punch me with palladium. Right. Terrible. Um, she goes to Betty. She has, she also refuses to help because, and just tells Tabitha to stay away from him, uh, which is not helpful. Uh, then, then, then it gets weird, because then she goes to Tony for help, and Tony's like, and Tabitha's like, you know, of course you're invested as well because you're underneath Pops, so you're also in danger. Tony's like, well, no, actually he said that because it's an above-ground railway, uh, we wouldn't be affected at all. 
Uh, no, no, you'd still be um, affected. Um, right. I can think and of. She uh, say, like, I can think of multiple things, such as people having the trade go over while they're yeah. eating. Yeah, that's not drinking. Pleasant. Yeah, but but like, and then she she does end with like, not that I believe him. Um, but then like, it's framed as if she's still not like offering to help, which then I'm very confused. Yeah. Right. What is that? That's like, strange. Just sign the petition, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what what's going on? Same with Veronica. Veronica's like, yeah, I will help you, but devil's advocate, your little uh, Babylonium offshoot is doing uh, buku bucks, so why not make this the main location? She still said she'd help, but Tabitha's reaction as is, is as if uh, she said no as well. It's very strange. Like, I, like. There's just a lot of strangeness happening with, with this whole... Yeah. It, it's like the writers were like, okay, we need Tabitha to not get support from anyone so we can make this, you know, for whatever reason, we feel like this this is how uh, we'll get to the time travel stuff. But then they, like, didn't commit. They get, they <laughs> Two of the four people, like, agreed to help. So it's, like, very confusing. Uh, I, I do appreciate Cheryl says, absolutely, I could help you, but first I need to... Uh, learn how to control some powers of mine. Oh, also, her house is, like, very uh, uh, cold. Yeah, it's, like, frozen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, of course, in, like, lace and, uh, like, fainting herself right. because right, she's, you know, because she's so hot. It, yeah. Yeah. It both, in, in, in every way, I guess. You could right. say that word, <laughs> I guess. Oh, no. Man, I wish Kevin had a personality. Yeah... He, he he's 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 continuing with having no personality, which I feel is a right, bold he's... choice to have in season six. <laughs> <laughs> right. He he just sort of slots into like whatever thing they happen to have for him that season. It's like like uh, there was just nothing. He he went to talk to Percival as a little lap dog, and it was like the most nothing scene. Like there's nothing about Kevin. He he he's empty inside. I don't know. It's, it's the opposite of that one show, you know. Where there was something about a Kevin. Okay. I don't know if that was a joke. <laughs> I don't even know what that show is. What was that show? I, I don't know what show you're referencing. So there's something about Kevin. It, it's, it's, it was a show. I've never heard of that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I'm fairly sure that it's, it's common knowledge and I didn't make it up. <laughs> it's possible my knowledge of sitcoms from the 90s and 2000s is not great. Um, and then Jughead somehow just now finally fucks up his mind reading and lets slip to Tabitha that he can read minds. Um, and God, this this dialogue is so bad. Uh, she says, I didn't say anything. And then she says, you answered a direct question that I was only thinking. That's a, Who talks like that? What are you talking about? Uh, when You know, when stuff is like, uh, real tortured and they have to make a point for some reason of of like a really dumb point I don't I don't even know what the point because he's like, he then tells her that he can read minds like she didn't need to frame it like she was leading him to I don't know man <laughs> um so after catching uh, Tabitha up with all the superpower bullshit Jenkins like I've got a great plan that will save pops it's a plan I tried previously with the drive through diner yeah, the one they bulldozed. This exact same plan will definitely work this time. Um, 
Why would a drive-through diner work though? Like, I feel like that would work pretty well. Like, right. And I, I don't. Leading with like the plan that definitely failed last time will certainly work this time. It is not a great pitch, but the plan is to make Pops a historical site um, per the state. Um, and if they do that, then of course they can't bulldoze it. And so next step is to try to find out if something histor- of historical significance has ever happened in Pops. Uh, let's just say yes. Right. Um, Why wouldn't and that's, anything? Like, it's been around forever. We know that there was race riots there, at least. Right. Or were there were until uh, the guardian angel of uh, Riverdale. Sure. Yeah, because um, one of the artifacts Tabitha finds is that they that Pops is listed in the Green Book, um, famously the book that Black Americans uh, wrote to let each other know which towns it was safe to stop in at night because the fifties there were many towns where it was uh, unbelievably unsafe for a Black family to stop in. Yes. Um, and then out of nowhere, uh, a dude comes and shoots Tabitha in the face. And that's the episode. No, I'm no, kidding. no. Uh, Tabitha wakes up in the fifties, uh, which arguably is a worse time for her to wake up in. Yeah, it's not great, huh? Yeah, but she's an ancestor. Oh, sorry, the forties, nineteen forty-four. Well, I think it's. I think it kind of implies that she's not anyone. Um. But she's, like, sort of warped the memories around her to fit her into the scene. That's how I read it, but let's see how the angel explains it again. <laughs> but um, a an ancestor of Pop Tate's, um, his grandfather maybe, I think, um, is there and calls her Tessa and says, look, and gives her the brand new green book. And is like, look, we made it into the green book. Um, and then she spots Jughead, and so she's like, what the fuck's going on? But it's, but that's not really Jughead. Yeah, it's not really Jughead. It's actually n- not Jughead. It's an angel. Yeah, um, it sure is. Oh, it calls her Teresa. Sorry. Yeah. So it says she she's asked why he's calling her Teresa, uh, and she says he says uh, it's how his mind is comprehending your sudden appearance. So I think it's like. You know, I don't think this is like her ancestor that she's quantum le- uh, quantum leapt into. I don't think it's a quantum leap situation. I think she has physically traveled there, sort of. But then the, I don't know. You know what? I don't know. There's an angel. Yeah, whatever. Um, it's an she's angel. By an angel. It's an angel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we flash to Rivervale. So again, we're not done with Rivervale. Um. And this is still Raphael, but um, yeah, I, w- I was I was gonna say we did definitely cut to Rivervale where she mm-hmm. got the yeah. the tears of Mary, uh, the Virgin, the Mary, Virgin yeah. Mary, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so this this is not like just bad editing <laughs> where they didn't realize which universe this footage has come from. Now this has happened enough that like this there's this is on a purpose through happening still. Yeah, we're coming back to that pocket universe. We're not done there. Well, what what if what if um, the what if that Rivervale Jughead is just uh, it's just like getting bored. It's just like, what if all my friends have superpowers now? I guess he's yeah, he's he's gotten resentful, so now he's turned into an evil warlord, and they're invading or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
But also, her body is still in the present, in the hospital, with uh, Jughead. So, it's... She's not physically here, but it also doesn't sound like she... I don't know. I don't know how her powers work. Oh, it's like... It's, it's probably it's like when It's like when Peter Parker is happy in a story they have to ruin his life. It, it's that, but mm-hmm. Riverdale. That's <laughs> the whole town. Um... And then Raphael says that he's her guardian angel, which doesn't seem true. It seems like you might be a little overqualified for that, but what do I know about I, the heavenly bodies? Yeah. For for some reason, they decided the like best way to convey information about Tabitha's superpowers to her would be to have uh, the archangel Raphael hand her a book about time physics and have her read it. What is this, Darty Darko? Like, I just... Couldn't you just have the angel explain it to her? That seems much much easier. Or or just use their angel powers to, like, download the knowledge they need in their brain or something. You know, like, just... Right. It seems like you're just, like, making her read a book. <laughs> when she's clearly well, supposed to be doing well, something. In, in, in the process of making the television show here, we, we need to let the viewers understand... Uh, Tell the viewers what her powers are explicitly. And so the method they've chosen is to have her read a book, which is insane. Um, but like, yeah, Raphael just saying out loud, uh, you have the abilities of a time traveler. Why, why'd you have to read a fucking book? Yeah. Do we think that art, do we think angels like don't know about time travel? That's absurd. They're no, f- I've watched Supernatural. They know a lot about time travel. Like, at the fucking point you've introduced the angel. The angel can do whatever the fuck he wants, alright? Fucking God is real, okay? What the fuck, man? But also, God gives people superpowers in explosions. Yeah, you know. Uh, What was Jesus if not God giving someone superpowers? I think, but no, but no, but like, if you follow, uh, there, there, uh, it's, God, God is, it's Jesus. Like, he, he, he did a king, uh, to never mind never mind i'm not gonna go through marcus's i'm not by the way you are gonna be talking about keg on my podcast once we get to him again great perfect yeah don't worry well there's not too much self-impregnation uh or impregnating himself in someone uh stuff well as long as there's not too much of that no it's it's only like Uh, and then we go sorry to jump back to Riverdale, we go full Inception here. Uh, the Archangel Raphael, who doesn't know anything about time travel, sure does know a lot about Inception. It's his favorite movie. So he explains to her, this is just like Inception. You need a totem to anchor yourself. Um, I'm barely exaggerating. He's like, in order to time travel, you need a totem. I know that for some reason. Uh, I love Inception. But they can't figure out what the totem is. Um, and later, he's going to make a wild cold shot that makes no sense. Uh, but we'll get there. Um, and so then Tabitha learns that the reason she was put in this time ti- uh, timeline is because there's a town hall meeting on if Riverdale should become a sundown town or not. Uh, which I did the lightest amount of research possible about this. And it does. this does seem to be... I don't know if it was like an official like vote. Yes, now we're a sundown town. But like they were like official laws... Um, that were like published in the newspaper so that people were aware of them. So close enough. Uh, even though it does seem almost silly. Um, 
We're all gathered together to decide if we're racist enough to kill black people after sundown. Yes? No? Um, but it's a silly country. These things happen. Yeah. Uh, this, we get a really nice uh, a bit of um, hamburger accent here. Yeah. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I, I'm glad he couldn't just be British. Like, that's a thing that yeah. you could just be. Um, I guess in this one, he's like the, eh, I mean, he's the sheriff. I, I still would have allowed it because, again, we're time traveling and there's an angel. Why not have the sheriff be British? He's the devil, you know? Maybe other people hear an American accent. We don't have to hear your bad one, please. But, um, it, so Keller's the mayor, Percival's the sheriff, um, and they are debating on if they want to come some downtown. Percival's giving statistics or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, then Tabitha jumps up and says, you can't do that. Um, other than the racist assumption that only black people commit crimes, which is, um, just a, mwah, incredible sentence, um, that no one would ever say, especially not in 1944. Um, it just seems like insane to me that you'd think that have any impact in 1944. Um, but then she goes on to much better points, like there are people that actually live here and have businesses. Um, and Archie's the fire chief. And still a veteran. Yep. And he says, I even have black employees and friends. So think about that. I have black friends. I would like them to not be killed, please. This is yeah. the most I'm going to do to prevent this. Yeah. Is the thing. Yeah, right. If tomorrow they did become a sundown law, Artie, uh, as he's called here, would just be like, damn, that sucks, bro. Damn, man. I... I'm real upset about it, but you know, the law's the law, bud. Um, so, yeah. With the help of Raphael, she begins to put together that uh, Percival's trying to change the history of Riverdale and make it evil or whatever and destroy Pops. And she's been sent here to stop him. Uh, and then Fangs and Tony show up as a... Uh, young couple on the run from Centerville, uh, where they were caught after sundown, Centerville having been established as a, a, a nearby sundown town. Uh, so they ran inside Pops for cover. Uh, opinions on Fangs with the pencil mustache? Uh, depends on if he reciprocated. Sorry, what? Depends on if he reciprocated. Honestly, it's going to be very dependent on if he's a love, if, he, if he's lovely. Uh, honest, if he's a, uh, uh, a loving lover because honestly it could go both ways for me he seems to like his his wife so I'm going to say yes but as soon as he says a slur <laughs> I'm going to say no <laughs> I'm, I'm some complicated math going on in this podcast <laughs> let's just say I like it when he's scruffy and he has a little bit more of a mustache but anything, mm. anything uh, less than that is going to be real dependent Hmm. Um. So Sheriff Pickens is here, and he's like, "Oh, you got criminals in there. I'm gonna come get them, girl." Um. Uh, is like, "You need a warrant." And because the devil is lawful evil, he's like, "Damn, got me. All right, I'll be back." Did you watch Lovecraft Country? Uh, I watched uh, most of season one. I think the only season which is uh which is horrible, but. That only is one season. 
Uh, but oh, remember that oh. I think it's like the second episode. Uh, what happens after uh, when you're in a sundown town is you get stuck in a tavern. I mean, a cabin in the woods, uh, being attacked by monsters, and then mm-hmm. um, you find out you could control them, but like in a very limited um, way. So Tabitha once more having to be kind of like the mouthpiece of the writers instead of a fucking character. They're like, we need to convey to the viewers who might not know about sundown towns, like exactly what happens in sundown towns that makes them so bad. Because right now we've sort of just danced around it and said, you know, black people can't be there. It's against the law. People might think we just mean they get arrested or fined or something. Um, So they have Tabitha say... um, and again, imagine this is 1944. Um, she says, uh, because I know what happens when people are arrested for violating sundown laws. They vanish, and worse, to, like, a cop. Like, who, who is that for? He knows. He certainly knows what he's about to do to those black people. Yeah, he's... he's who is that for? He's gonna just straight up murder them. He probably, he probably, right? he's like, yes, not only are we gonna vanish them, but we're going to kill them. Probably lynch them in a horrible way. Literally, who was that for? Anyway, finally, someone with some fucking sense, great grandpa, pop tater, whatever, comes out with a shoddy. Says, "Yo, what's up? Uh, this is my property. Come and get it. You get off my fucking property." Um, and here they do something that I thought was really dumb and uh, a real cop out, <laughs> a literal Deus Ex Machina. Uh. Because the cops are posted up outside, they're getting the war, and it's only a matter of time. So Tabitha literally asks um, an angel to save them. <laughs> yeah. And and the angel's like, you know, we're not supposed to get involved. And Tabitha's like, but it's Christmas. And he's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. You would have hurt a little um, guy, like, would you? <laughs> not on Jesus' birthday. Um <laughs> Um, but she's like, hey, you remember when you said that your true form would drive me mad with terror and destroy my mind? Can you do it to those two guys? I like, don't, and, don't you want to, like, just, like, you know, shed your skin a little bit? <laughs> right, yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, okay, I could do that. No problem. Um, but would Lucifer lose his mind? No, the, oh, but the other people would. Okay. Yeah. I guess that would be enough. Um... Yeah, Percival's literally bleeding from the eyes, which is pretty cool. This is... Um, so Tabitha brings this family to the mayor and is like, Yo, check it out. Racism's bad. These people, they're real people, even though they're black. What do you think about that, Mayor Keller? And he's just like, he like uh, says you. And then he <laughs> sends him to jail. Right? And he's like, he says, why are you in my office? And then, yeah, arrest them. No. (laughs) No, it turns out... It's like, wow, I never thought about it before, but maybe racism is bad. Whoa. Like, fucking nuts, bro. (laughs) Man, racism? Uh, I just found out about racism today. (laughs) That sucks. Literally. (laughs) Man. Uh. Um, And so then she's about to... Uh, tell her great-grandfather who she really is for whatever reason, but then uh, Percival 
escapes from an insane asylum and comes and shoots her in the face. Like, real quick, too. Yeah. Um, and so, if you thought this show, if you thought this episode peaked with Tabitha explaining to Mary Keller that maybe you shouldn't hate black people, uh, strap on in, because that was not the peak. No. How foolish was I when I was watching this? Because where is she next? Oh, what's that speech? Oh, she's listening to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speak on the radio. Uh, it's the 60s, everyone. Hi, what's good? Uh, it's like the one of the nothing, speeches nothing she has good before can he come dies. From this what, yeah, it's his mountaintop speech. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not gonna. They couldn't do. They couldn't like do. Of course, it had to be like around the time he died because they'd be like, "Oh, even though you're a time traveler, you can't change anything unless it has to do with pops." Right. It's yeah. So like, she obviously goes and tries to warn him that tomorrow he's going to be assassinated. Um, but the bus, like, mysteriously breaks down on the way over, uh, and she's stuck in Riverdale. It's like my favorite, uh, Christmas movie, uh, Christmas do-over, where it's just a <laughs> bad, uh, Groundhog's Day with Jay Moyer. Um, and yeah, then, um, and Raphael, the spokesperson for God, comes down and says, I'm sorry, Tabitha, this guy has to die, because I like racism. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's insane. And this is, like, the most cowardly approach to time travel, and I think Doctor Who also does this, and I do not like oh. it as a concept. The idea of these, like... The, oh, go ahead. Got, the reason I stopped watching the 13th Doctor, the Jodie Whittaker one, was the MLK mm-hmm. episode. I didn't even get to that, but that sounds I, No, like, after terrible. after the really, like, milk toast, like, oh... British imperialism is bad episode where they went to India. Yeah. They did the they did the MLK episode. I'm just like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I don't care how good yeah. 80 episode after this is. I'm done. And, and like the the idea that there are like quote unquote fixed points in time implies that like time has some sort of agenda. You know, it's just, like, the most nonsensical um, cop-out to why you can't change something in, in a time travel and, and they always use, like, an important political figure that if they lived a little bit longer, right. it w- like, the world probably would have been a little bit better as well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's never just, like, oh, no, we have to, we, we can't stop you from killing Hitler. It's all, like, oh, no, we can't stop you f- uh, from, like, preventing MLK's death or... Uh, JFK's death or something like that. It's never like anything that wouldn't have probably have a net good on the world, but whatever. Yeah, it's and like the it's just a very frustrating way to approach time travel to me. Um, at least the ones that are like time flows in a general direction, and so you can make like little changes, but it's always uh, the big picture is going to look about the same. That's fine. Yeah. That's applied broadly across all your actions, right? Yeah, like so. It's like, like, like. Oh, if you killed Hitler, a different guy would become, uh, you know, Germany would still turn fascist in a different way. Um, that's fine to me. But like, uh, this specific event needs to happen because time dictates it. Is nonsense to me. Like at least when Legends of Tomorrow did it, they had something fun going for it, you know. <laughs> Like, this yeah. one is just, like, you can't prevent a pretty easily uh, preventable assassination. Because it has to happen. Um, 
Riverdale is kind of iconic for this. Um, she goes to the FBI for some reason to like get them to warn. Dr. <laughs> oh my King. god, I fucking love it. <laughs> right, but then Percival's working at the Riverdale branch of the office, and so they do sort of imply the FBI killed Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which um, you know. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I don't want to say base, but, you know, at least it's approaching, you know, yeah. truth. It, it is one of those situations where normally you would not be able to do this, but because you have the devil there, you can be like, oh, the devil tricked all those nice FBI guys. It's not their fault. It's not America's fault. The devil did it. And then you can't have the FBI maybe assassinate um, a great civil rights leader. I'm sorry. And also, like, why would this be a fixed point in time? If we're talking about, like... There's plenty of... <laughs> the eternity... The eternity of time, right? Like, this is so okay. small. Let, let's say that MLK had to be assassinated or something. There's plenty of people mm-hmm. who would assassinate him. <laughs> There's so many mm-hmm. people who would have just done it for free without the FBI t- telling them to do it. See, she says, uh, some events would... Hang on, what, what, what did she say? Uh... Certain incidents from the past affected the fabric of the world so enormously uh, that the universe won't let them be altered. She's saying that if Martin Luther King was still alive, racism would be over. <laughs> but the universe can't have it because the universe is a racist. I'm canceling the universe. <laughs> the universe has to be racist, though. <laughs> How would we have all of this adversity without it? Pretty true. Listen, I'm not saying God condones racism. I'm just saying I see a lot of racists out there. I'm just asking questions. There seems to be a lot of... Under the Joe Rogan experience, I'm just asking questions. There seems questions. to be a lot of racists having a pretty easy life right now. Um, and yeah, and so then she has to accept that she can't save Dr. King, and then they hear on the radio, and there are some Black Panthers here, maybe? Yeah. I will say, at least they portray the FBI kind of what they would be like. And this one, right. basically because there's a bunch of, uh, you know, black folk in a, uh, in a diner together hearing about MLK's assassination, uh, they, they pretty much say, hey, there's going to be a race riot. Oh, I skipped ahead a little bit. Whatever. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Which is, you know, it's like a pretty <laughs> reasonable thing to ask, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Tabitha convinces Pops to keep the diner open to let people, you know, commune and grieve together. And yeah, then the FBI roll up and are like, the governor has put a curfew into effect uh, because the uppity black folk are all rioting just because we assassinated their <laughs> one of their uh, one of the leaders of their movement. Also, um, neither here nor there, but uh, this show does then canonically make um, Greendale, where Sabrina lives, used to be a sundown town. That's fun. Yeah. That's real fun. I, I love, I love yeah. this show. <laughs> I love it when they try to reach <laughs> on like, real world things and they just completely fail mm-hmm. at making it better in any way, or having actually any commentary at all. Really. Wait, hang on. When did this episode air? Hang on, I need to take a brief check. Riverdale Wait. season six. Wait, no, this would have this would have happened eight. after Lovecraft Country and uh twenty twenty yeah. This would have happened after Lovecraft Country and um 
uh, the Watchmen, the HBO Watchmen series. The the George Floyd protests were were they twenty one? Twenty. Twenty. They were twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so then this is not that. I was like, is this their George Floyd episode? I'm surprised no. they didn't have one, honestly. Right. Maybe this one is, and it was just super delayed. I don't know. Because, uh, you know, every television show tried it, and they were universally terrible. <laughs> remember remember <laughs> when Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine did it, and they just... Oh, oh my, my God. That was so oh insane. My God. That was so funny. Re- remember, oh, remember just like, oh, our black sergeant got harassed by other cops. Uh, like, he... God. Like, hey, hey, my dude, you've been doing propaganda for a while now. I wonder uh, how you feel about your show right now. <laughs> Like that that premiere episode where like it was like the entire writers room had read White Fragility and were like just putting it in the script like it was crazy they didn't put any jokes in that episode they were just talking about police statistics it was so fucking nuts and they included COVID they both acknowledged COVID and the George Floyd protest insane way to start your sitcom. Jesus Christ, they could have just made them UPS workers, USPS workers, but I guess not. What? Wow. You could have just had them all. No, they had, they had, um, uh, Stephanie Beatrice, uh, Beatrice, uh, yeah. I forget her name on there, uh, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, Rosa. Rosa. They had Rosa quit the force because Rick's- But then she still hung out with all of them as, like, buddies. It was weird. You can't, you can't quit the force because of racism and then- I got with your cop butts. Still, yeah, you're not allowed uh, to do whole that. Whole thing was a mess. Whole thing was a mess. Yes. And Tabitha, who you know, understandably is emotional right now, does once again ask this like insane rhetorical question to the racist devil cop. She's like, "What? What the hell's your problem? We're not bothering anyone. Why are you doing this to us?" You know the answer to that. Even if he weren't just a racist cop from the fit from the 60s he's and you know he is also the devil it's like two for one you know why he's doing it you yeah like like it's very like okay like let, let's say let's say you didn't know anything about him being the actual devil devil it's racism right. you know he's the actual devil yeah he because he wants to yeah. get rid of you like <laughs> Yeah, like the, e- the easiest way e- of any way you approach it, you know, you you already know. The easiest way of doing know. that is using racism. The easiest way. Huh. Um, it seems weird to me that the Panthers had like nothing to suggest, right? Uh, the Panthers know what to do, and uh, it's the reason why there was uh, a, a major push for a national assault ban, weapons ban. Uh. Right. And why there's really strict gun control in in California? Uh, it's get your guns out and protect your community. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, they don't want to grapple with that part of the Black Panthers <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, and they're never formally acknowledged as Panthers, but they're but clearly they supposed wearing, to be Panthers. The, yeah, they're wearing the berets, they're wearing the jackets. It's the Black Panther uniform. They have this guy. Who's dressed as a panther? Say, what do you suggest we do then? She asking Tabitha for leadership again. I mean, like your whole deal is like knowing what like, to do like when it the comes panthers to the were That's, like, what so the- good at orga- uh, community organizing. Yeah, like, like that is their whole deal. That is why they studied uh, Maoist texts. 
is so they could approach the situation. This is like it. And then she also says something insane, which is the, uh, she's like, I know that agent, he wants bloodshed, he wants all our blood, he wants us scattered and agitated and separated. No, he specifically... No, he wants to kill you, Tabitha. Like, very specifically. He, he very specifically intimated he wants you all gathered here so that he can do police violence on you for resisting the law. That's what he wants. He doesn't want you all scattered in your homes. He wants you all here. Yeah, like, it's a lot easier... You're kind of bad at this, Tabitha. It's, it's, it's a lot easier to arrest all of you in one place than it is in multiple places. She says, we're not gonna fall into uh, his trap. That's why at sundown, we're all gonna be here at Pops. The exact place he wanted you to be so that he could arrest you. So we could have as many people in this room as possible oh, so we could girl. gather all of the FBI agents at Riverdale. Man... You know, I bet, I bet the writers thought they were like super clever too when they were doing this. They're just like, yeah, organizing and solidarity. Although yeah, I do like this fun. part this a part's little bit. Funny. Uh, yeah, this part's pretty fucking good. <laughs> it's just like, hey, hey, Hoover, I know you're, I, I know you're a closet homosexual who cross dresses all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, definitely what she's implying. She keeps, she somehow, she like calls an operator and is like, put me on with Hoover. I know about his secret files. And it keeps on going up the line until she actually gets to Hoover. Um, the actual ones she mentions are like surveillance files on the president. Uh, but uh, Now, if if this show, if this had been my show and um, produced somewhere not in America because... Uh, I you would not be allowed to air this in America. Um, she'd be like, "Hey, motherfucker! I know you just killed MLK. <laughs> What's fucking good? It got the proof. Hey, I know that you don't want this in every newspaper in America. Pony up. I have, I have the exact, I have the exact wording of the uh the notes that you sent to uh King to convince him to commit suicide. Though also, like she's." There's no way she would be arrested right. for being a Russian asset. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking that like, FBI could probably track that call back to pops, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, she's gonna be gone. She'll time hop out of there. Uh, sucks for the rest of them, though. I guess. Oops, a daisy. Um, but yep, yeah, she blackmails Hoover into uh, getting Percival fired, which is pretty funny. What's that? Was Operation Turkey Shoot an actual operation name? It sounds familiar. Let's check. It sounds very familiar, and I didn't look it up when I watched it, so. Staten Islanders now been Operation Turkey Shoot, uh, which was a drug bust. I think it's, um, I mean, because Turkey Shoot is like a term, so I think this is one of those things where it's like just common enough that uh, it sounds plausible because things have been named that, but it's not like one specific thing. Okay. Like, it just sounds like a fucking, like, yeah. fed-ass operational name. Right. It looked like there might have been some World War II ops named that. Sounds like there might be a couple battles that sound similar to that. Um, there was at least one drug bust by the NYPD, but that was from, like, 2008. You know, it's just been around. But yeah, it's a good it's a good fake operation name. That does sound like a fed-ass operation. <laughs> Um, and then before Tabitha leaves this era, she finds a bomb that Percival planted, uh, inside Pops to blow it up as his revenge. So real goofy-ass, uh, TNT with an alarm clock-ass bomb. Fucking wily Coyote-ass shit. But she throws it in a trash can outside and time jumps 
to the 90s, I guess. And I love how they the, you, the only real uh, difference you get between the eras is not really dress because it's pop. So they always dress in a certain mm-hmm. type. It's the hairstyle. It's the hairstyle. That's it. Yeah. Um, but in the 90s, the writers couldn't figure out what had happened uh, or what could happen at Pops. Rodney King? So it's just... Right, yeah, it was my Race thought. Race maybe they, Maybe they finally figured uh, they'd have some restraint and some <laughs> taste and not do that. Uh, so just some kid has sprayed Nazi slogans um, on the diner. Um, and the long story short is it seems like Percival... Um, was really run the run out of ideas um, in the nineties. As as everyone knows, racism pretty okay in the nineties. Yeah, nothing so bad he has have happened any grand, in the nineties, right? So there's no there's no grand structural plan in order to defeat pops. This time he's just hypnotizing kids to spray racist messages around town, um, literally using his mind control hypnot- uh, hypnotism. Um, and so Tabitha figures that out pretty quick and learns that uh, he's Percival set up shop in a shop of curiosities in ni- in the 1990s. Doing like somewhere some on the needful, edge of town. needful thing ass things. No, it's literally called needful things, isn't it? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I think it's literally called needful things. Awesome. But well, yeah. Oh, they gave him the Justin Timberlake curls. That's how you know it's the... Um, the coolest part about this scheme is that Percival, who fully has the power to just mind control people, is instead trading out, like, valuable baseball cards um, as part of the deal for some reason. No, why not? Oh, it's called Curious Items. Oh, okay. Maybe I was just thinking that the, it's it's just a needful things thing. Um, and I guess this must be 1999, because that newspaper has a Y2K uh, article in it. And now Betty's here. Um, but Betty's also still Raphael. And uh, Raphael is like, hey, breaking and in- breaking entering is totally cool with me. God doesn't care about that, because God doesn't believe in private property. In fact, God thinks that landlords shouldn't exist. What do we do with <laughs> landlords? Yeah, um, little known fact about um, Isaac's son is that Isaac's son was a landlord. And that's why he had to... Or sorry, Abraham's son, Isaac, was a landlord. And that's why he had to carry him up the mountain and um, <laughs> sacrifice him. Yeah. Um, so Tabitha takes a bunch of photos of stuff inside the shop for some reason. Well, it's so you could show, you know, all the rad things. Uh, that they have. Uh, yeah. Like the Spear of I, Destiny. I, I, yeah. Right, yeah. It turns out that he has a bunch of uh, occult artifacts in a shop. Like the Spear of Destiny that pierced Jesus' side. And also the Holy Grail. Oh, there's a thing that happens a little bit later after this. Um, where uh, you... She drinks a milkshake out of the Holy Grail, which I think is just... Uh, I feel... Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, sacrilegious or not. I don't think it is. Uh, no, because the angel's the one who made it for her. Yeah, but... No, but I don't know if any Catholic, like, Catholics would be, like, you know... Be like, that's a little fucked. <laughs> Why'd you do that? 
Uh, I mean, like, none, none of this is, like, good from a Christian perspective, but so, but it's, like, so off-base that I think you just sort of take it in stride. I don't know. Like, if you ask the Pope, is this, like, uh, is this kosher? He'd probably say no, but, like, uh, Percival shows up just as his Confederate soldier persona for some reason when, oh, yeah, sorry, uh, Tabitha broke back into his store to get the Holy Grail because Raphael said, Hey, it's the Holy Grail the chalice Jesus drank out of at the Last Supper. That's probably your totem. You should go get that. Yeah, what? <laughs> it's definitely that. It couldn't be anything else. You definitely didn't need that before to do anything. I think we established earlier that your totem has been something of like deep personal significance to you. Like, I know the Holy Grail, the chalice that Jesus drank out of at the Last Supper, is to you. Um, Tabitha, you devout Catholic. So that's probably it. You should just grab that. Um, yeah, so Tabitha asks, like, who are you really, Percival? And he gives her a riddle about being Legion and this and that. But then they flash the scary face that they used for Lou Cipher in the Satan episode of Rivervale. So I think maybe he's actually just Satan and he changed his name. I don't know. I'd almost would have preferred if he went by Lou Cipher, though. Right. That was a better name. Um, and then Tabitha says some really weird shit here. Hang on. Oh, yeah. First of all, she says uh, she was in the fencing club while using a spear in a way that's definitely not fencing. Um, and then she talks about her favorite philosophical argument, which was, uh, if you could go back in time and kill Hitler, would you? And uh, she says yes, which tracks with her trying to save Martin Luther King. Um, I'm not really no, sure, like, yeah. what that has to do with the uh, like, occasion at hand. Like, you know what I would do? Yeah. Uh, if I would go, if I could go back in time and, uh, kill Hitler, I would go back further mm -hmm. and just, just get rid of, just, just get, just get rid of his whole bloodline. No, no more oh, Hitler. Yeah, I'd go back in time and fuck his mom. Yeah, then he'd be mixed. <laughs> then he'd be mixed and he couldn't stand himself and he'd just kill himself immediately. That's how that works, right? Um, <laughs> so Tabitha brings back the Holy Grail and says she burned down the rest of the shop. Um, we did establish that the Spear of Longinus, which is a terrible name. Wait, um, which is I've heard it called this. It's the actual name, but at the same time, it, yeah, it is. I've heard it. I've heard it referred to as the Spear of Golgotha, which I like a lot better. But regardless, a holy artifact, at least as, if not more holy, than the Holy Grail is the spear that pierced Jesus' side at the moment of his death. Um, but I guess it's not important enough to save, Tabitha. You can't make a ice, ice cream sundae in it, so... <laughs> True. <laughs> Although, I'd like to see that um, happen. I'd like to be like, you know, maybe make like a, like a piece of cake or something and like eat off of it. You know? You know, have, 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 mm -hmm. have some fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Raphael makes a milkshake inside the chalice and is like, drink this and think of home. Because this is probably your totem. And so she actually travels back to uh, before she got shot in the face. So this time when the man comes through the door, uh, she just throws the can at him and he falls down. Uh, which, I don't know why Jughead... Oh, go ahead, uh, which is why everyone knows that that soup mm -hmm. is is uh, superior to uh to bricks <laughs> you know 
Crap. I would, I hate that Trump was our funniest president that we'll ever have. Yeah. He's so funny. It's so upsetting. <laughs> it's like, um, uh, but yeah, soup is actually like a really good like a weapon to use against someone if you have it. Dense. It's yeah. like Trump was right actually on that one. Uh, <laughs> like I hate to say it, but he was right. Um, so I'm confused why Jughead, the guy who can read minds, didn't overhear talk about that thinking, huh, I'm back in the present. Oh shit, that guy's about to come through the door with a gun. And why he only reacted after she knocked him out. Doesn't seem very mind readery of you, Jughead. She was probably thinking, soup, soup for my family. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just... <laughs> Sorry, she says, I'll tell you what's going on after we tie him up and put him in the freezer. Are you just going to kill this guy? You, are you killing that guy? You're, you're killing that guy, right? He's dead now. If you tie someone up in a lock, walk-in freezer, they just die. Well, I don't know. Not automatically. Only if you, like, uh, keep them in there while they're injured. Uh-huh. You know, if they're concussed, that definitely won't have any problems <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah, so Tabitha explains that there's like a war for Riverdale that's been going on for centuries. Um, seems like kind of a shitty devil if he can't take over one town in centuries. Well, it's because of uh, wonderful people like Tabitha. I guess so. God's strongest warriors. God God gives the most confusing time travel powers to his strongest warriors. Papa explains that she found out that her time talisman isn't the Holy Grail. It's Pops. It's been Pops all along. That's a real inconvenient talisman. You can't pick that up and go anywhere with it. Yeah. Sure can. Once again, she she did not she did not grow up here. Her parents live in like Chicago. Um, but she jumped to the future and, like, everything was destroyed. Ooh, spooky. Season one of Umbrella Academy. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Oh. Well, that's the episode. Yeah, it's the same episode, but this one had time travel. Yeah. Um, Do you think they're going to have a different episode next time? I was that gave Riverdale a shout-out uh, earlier this morning, actually. And what the host said was that Riverdale has more forward momentum in an episode than most shows do in a season, and that's why I love it. And I think that's very true. When Riverdale's firing, it changes the status quo constantly in the most insane way possible. And I think the reason why we're struggling with this run of episodes is because the status quo remains completely the same after each episode. Nothing's actually really changed. It's like a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it's the same thing. The status quo go, they, they just go to the next character and like, yeah. how many more characters do they have to go through? That's the thing. Like, we're... Fucking right. Th like, we're, yeah. we're starting to get to the end of the characters. What are they gonna do? Yeah, let's, let's you know, have something happen now, please. Um... I don't really have anything else to say about that episode. I don't, that it's the nuts. same episode, but like, it was more interesting yeah. than the other same episodes, but it's still the same episode. It was a lot more audacious um, to bring MLK into it, I thought. Uh, I just, I just that, yeah. want people to stop bringing MLK into episodes uh, of like their really <laughs> poorly done ep uh, shows. Yeah, like, it's it's not It's not even like people. a respect thing at this point. It's just like, at least bring some no. gravitas to it if you're gonna you know, try to stop his assassination. Not say, like, God loves racism or something. Yeah, it's just... Ooh. 
it was a little rough. Yeah. Glad glad we didn't have to watch. Glad we did not discuss that during Black History Month, huh? We just missed it. <laughs> we did. Um, but uh, you know, it's. I'm I'm glad that uh, this show clearly has an idea of uh, black liberation and wants to mm-hmm. make sure that uh, you know everyone knows what's going on. Yep, for sure. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to recommend, Art? Uh, I mean, Breath of the Wild's good. I mean, I know it's been a game that's been out for a while, but uh, it's good. You know. Yeah. You should- if you have sure. a Switch, you should play it. If you don't, you could probably emulate it. Yeah. Um, I'll recommend a book I just finished. Uh, Babel by R.F. Kuang. Uh, picked it up because I heard it was making white people mad. It was pretty fucking good. Oh. It's about colonialism. It's, it's real good. Um, I picked up a, yeah. I picked up a, uh, a feminist time travel book because I heard that it was making a bunch of like white-wing shitbags angry, and it was a good choice. Hmm. Um. I was I was afraid it was gonna be like raw raw um you know hashtag girl power, uh thing, but it yeah. wasn't. So nice, good, yeah. yeah, um yeah. This uh I guess to to add a little bit more detail, um, Babel is a historical fantasy set in the eighteen hundreds in Britain, um so like at height of the British Empire, uh but this time part of the reason the British Empire is so expansive is because um, they've developed a form of magic where you inscribe two words in two different languages on bars of silver and the kind of the bit that gets lost in translation is manifested by the bar um, so they can use it to make boats you know safer and sail faster and cars go and make their trains run on time all this crap um and so it's about a young mixed chinese boy who is uh whisked away from his homeland it's it's very harry potter-esque a dark-haired orphan is placed into a magic boarding school in britain um but this time he learns that the empire is evil and that violence is necessary (sighs) you know one one of these days uh People are going to realize that all of the uh, most of YA says violence is necessary, and we should probably just do it to our pressure pressers. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be great when people learn that. Like, what? Well, Keep saying it. One of these days. <laughs> well, one of these days, people are going to realize that uh, violence isn't always bad. In fact, it's half the time pretty necessary. But uh, yeah. All right. Um, well, that's all I got, so whose turn is it? Is it your turn? Yeah, it's your turn. It's my turn? Great. Well, welcome to Riverdale, your favorite Riverdale rewatch podcast. As always, I'm two-thirds of your host, Daniel, and join me. Get it? I time travel. Get it? All right, I goodbye. Bye. Threshold of revelation. I saw everything.